welcome back to another episode of Make It Happen with Morrison Plus Property Inspections, Bug Necks, AccuWriter. Uh, I think we've got a couple of cool topics today. Um, but before we get into it, Dwayne, uh, how are we doing this morning? I heard you filmed another podcast. Are you cheating on us? Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we're sharing the studio. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, yep, yep. We are, we are doing a podcast for AccuWriter, all things software. Okay, um, very good. Very so, good. So in that case, um, do we already have a YouTube channel name for that? Uh, McKinsey. It, uh, the YouTube channel name is just AccuWriter Software. A-C-C-U-W-R-I-T-E-R Software. Yes, sir. That's right. And, and so and if you're interested in learning more, I know, we, I know we covered, I think, a couple yeah. episodes kind of hinting at it. So if you want to start listening more into it, uh, we're going to start uploading those videos as the time gets closer to where we're, we're launching it, right? And so we're kind of going to be building up a library of, of, of content, so to speak, for, for that side of the business. But... Um, Nonetheless, before we get into the topics today, I want to ask our viewers again um, to like and subscribe, hit that notifications button, comment. Comments mean a big deal to us. Uh, much appreciated to our new new subscribers that are coming on to the podcast. I think over the last month or so, we've probably grown by, I don't know, anywhere from 15 to 20 subscribers, which is a huge yep. um, and much appreciated on our end um, as we're working hard to uh, continue to get that count up. Yeah, I would just like to ask, please, please like and comment. Comments is what we want. We, yeah. we, we, yep. we want to engage with you. So whether it's good, whether it's bad, just be nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, be gentle with us. Yep. Yep. Um, please leave your comments. Yeah, so um, super important on that end of things and super exciting to see our channel continue to grow. And I think we're going to be doing some neat things coming up over the next couple of weeks to continue to push for that um, when it's all said and done. But uh, today, a topic that I want to bring up and that we both kind of discussed a little bit prior ahead of time was the idea or I guess the importance of consistency versus motivation in business. The The concept of this is stemming from there's a difference between the two of them, right? And motivation, oftentimes for me, I feel like that's um, a very emo emotional type of uh, concept versus consistency. That's more of the logic type of base. At least that's how I compare it in my head where Motivation and consistency, they work hand in hand together very nicely at times, but uh, one of them is kind of here to stay and one of them well, kind of can be fleeting. And so I want to have you expand on that, Dwayne. Well, I'll argue that with you, with you, Chase. I don't think they work nicely at all. Okay. In fact, I think they actually are opposites. Okay. I, uh, you know, I, I, I train all the time mm -hmm. and you know, there are many, many times when I'm going to train and I'm sitting there in the kitchen, I'm sitting there staring at my shoes. I am not motivated. In fact, I, I'm actually almost to a point dreading, mm -hmm. you know, like a little, yeah. I ain't going to say it, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, but because I have the consistency, I, st I start putting my clothes on, you know, and I, I put the socks on and I, I lace up the tennis shoes and then I find some other stupid reason to go procrastinate, yep. but I just start going through all the, the, uh, all the different things that I do and I just do it. Yeah, you know it's great when I'm motivated. I, I think I think where I was getting at was they're complementary to each other when they align, right? Yeah. So when you're motivated and consistent, that's when you're feeling like a beast, right? You're 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 getting up. You're happy to throw your shoes on. You're 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 trying to you're trying to get out of the office early to make sure you, to go get that bike, right? Because you're looking forward to it, right? Versus right. like what you're talking about, where motivation can be fleeting at times. Uh, a big part of motivation is understanding your why. I think at the end of the day, I mean, that's kind of, we've talked about that in previous podcasts, understanding your why, understand what's pushing you to achieve something. But we're human beings. 
We wake up on the wrong side of the bed on certain days. Uh, we wake up sore. We could be motivated one day, have a kick-ass workout, and then be sore the next day, not want to move a muscle, right? And so it's ever-changing, but the consistency aspect of it, and talking about business, consistency is what gets you up out of bed every morning to go do the hard thing that most people don't want to consistently and always be doing. Well, and, and I, I think what most people can identify is consistency trumps fear, mm-hmm. right? Because fear in itself breeds failure, mm-hmm. right? You're going to fail to get it done because you're afraid. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you some examples of that. Um, at work, sometimes I'm afraid to work with a certain coworker because that person's always yelling at me, mm-hmm. right? Always upset, angry for the past few days, in a mood. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm fearful now, and I have to set boundaries up with that person, and I can't go now get the job done. And so we're failing because we're not functioning in an efficient way mm-hmm. in business. Mm-hmm. Um, riding my bike in the winter months, I fear the cold because mm-hmm. it's freaking freezing. And I yep. don't like being cold, you know? I, uh, I think there's there's a healthy amount of fear that is needed, though. Yes. But it's different. It's it's different because the, the fear of failing is important to understand, but not to dwell on. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, but consistency trumps that because you're just going to do it anyway. You're going to mm-hmm. be consistently doing what it is you need to do to get the job done because you know that's your job. Yep. Um, and you've already made a pact with yourself in the beginning. Kobe Bryant was famous for saying that. I made a pact with myself. I already made the deal. Mm-hmm. Right. You've heard him say that. Mm-hmm. I, I cut the deal. So this is getting done and we're doing this because I made the deal. Um, same in business. Once you make the deal, it's you just got to consistently go be go and do it. Um, you know, it's nice to be motivated, uh, but I think a lot of people are provided guidance and mentorship into motivation when, you know, that's, that's not really the, the way that you need to be processing, thinking about things because consistency will help you rewire your habits, your mindset Mm -hmm. and everything to where, you know, uh, your motivation is your consistency. You're motivated to be consistent. Yeah, and it's it's strange how you just talked about. It. I mean, it literally can can rewire. You could rewire your brain and your thought process, and just how you operate on a daily basis when you make that adjustment for yourself. Right, where it's it's no longer about how I feel feel that day, how I'm waking up in the morning, what external factors are pushing me or pushing against me, right, or what barriers I have in front of me. It's about what do I got to get done, how do I got to do it, what's necessary to achieve the goals that I have. And that is doing the hard things, doing things you don't necessarily want to be doing. If it aligns where uh, you're pumped up to go ahead and do it at the same time, awesome. But more times than not, it's the consistency aspect that's going to push you through uh, those barriers than anything else, Um, especially in business too. And like you mentioned, Kobe Bryant, um, the deal's already done. It's already signed for, right? Going back to business, right? That's, That's you signing up for a job, right? Or not signing up for a job, but you're essentially, that's what you're doing. You accept a job offer. You're signing up for what that entails, right? You've made a commitment to it. Yep. And so now you have the choice of either being average, quitting, or doing what it takes to get it done over the course of time. And that's going to be waking up when you have those bad days or waking up when you're not feeling motivated because things didn't go your way. Right now, right on, what I'm dealing with as, a, as I guess, a, a personal insight to it would be the leads that we've been t- chatting with haven't fallen through after extended periods of time of talking to them they're they're kind of dropping off for one factor or another and that's a very disheartening thing when right. you're when you've been working with a lead for a while or with a candidate 
Uh, but again, does that mean just shut it down and just, you know what, just step on the brakes and just kind of put yourself back away from the situation and, and just stop caring? No, because that's not going to achieve the goals that we have set out for ourselves, right? And so it's still the consistency part of doing the right thing um, that keeps it going. Well, in, in expanding on that further is we're consistently seeing those results. Mm-hmm. So at this point, we don't want to be crazy people, mm-hmm. right? And keep doing the same things and getting the same results consistently. Mm-hmm. So we do need to step back and brainstorm and think about what can we do differently and try to try to get different results. That's a great point because I've actually heard people talk on this point before where you could talk like why, how the conversation opened up, right? Where consistency is king, right? And as long as you're consistent, things are going to go happen. But if you're doing the wrong thing consistently, you're just digging yourself in a hole. And so you still have to have the um, the knowledge and the wherewithal to be able to take a step back and be able to analyze what you're doing. Sure. Because I'm going to go, I'm going to go to baseball as a reference. Uh, you'd rather go take five really good swings in the cage than a hundred bad swings, just because you're consistent and you took a bunch of, you, Oh, I got my, I got my hundred swings in again today. Well, if they're hundred bad swings, they're not going to, they're not going to benefit you in any way. They're actually doing right. more harm than they are good. Right. Um, I know some people, I, I've seen people do this before and I think it was like an MLB, MLB guy. I can't remember his name, but he went in for BP before a game. He stepped in the box for, for batting practice for warmups. His first ball, he roped it over the center field fence and he saw like five or six swings left in a session and he just walked out of the cage and they're like, what are you doing? He's like, that's what I needed to feel. Like, he's like, that's what I need to feel. And I don't need to take any other more swings because I just achieved what I needed to have. And that's sure. the kind of the mindset behind of understanding kind of what you're trying to get after. Well, well, this might, this I, I've got, I've got one for you that uh, I think is going to be cool for a lot of people to hear is, you know, we do property inspections mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, so we, there are certain things that we report on that are code, mm-hmm. right. Uh, or manufacturer requirements. Yep. And, um, early in my career, when I was a young inspector, uh, respectively, uh, I would get, I remember several times I got a call specifically two different times. I got the same call from a plumber, mm-hmm. not the same plumber, two different plumbers saying they were at home Depot looking for a sediment trap. And they said, I've been doing this. And they led into the argument I've been doing this for 20 years. I, you know, and when it, and you don't buy sediment traps, you just, that's how you plumb the gas pipe. And so I was sitting there thinking to myself, man, you know, I've got a couple of calls, guys saying that they've been doing 20 years and that's how they're leading into the argument or the conversation with me. So now I've gotten to a point now when, any, when anybody, all they've got it, their lead in is not knowledge. It's just experience. You know, I'm thinking, man, you've been doing it wrong for 20 years and you know um that's but i i know experience sometimes does trump you know that's a great point to be made and it's if if you're not if you're not getting better every single year right and and i know this is kind of maybe getting away from the consistency versus motivation topic but regardless if you're the same employee you were on year one for the next 10 years what are you doing nothing's changed right right versus you're, you're, you're green on year one, and then you keep improving year over year over year, then you can take someone's 20 years of experience and really hold that with respect and be like, okay, you know what? This guy knows what he's doing because you know the effort and work he puts into it on a daily basis to be better at his job right? versus being the same employee from, even if let's say what happens, I think most of the time is people fall into a trap of they improve for maybe the first two, three, four, five years. 
And then next thing you know, they're 15 years in the business and they're the same employee from year five, because at that point, year five, you're, you're hot stuff, you know what you're doing, things are clicking. And so wh why bother changing or why bother right, keep right. pushing, right? And that's, I think, the trap that people fall into. Well, I, I can't think of the name of the guy, but there was a motivational speaker and uh, uh, I, I wish I had his name in front of me so he can get credit for this, but I, I don't remember what it was. But I, I heard an analogy that he made that was perfect over a motivation and uh, this whole topic. Mm -hmm. And that is consistency is huge. If you go to the gym to go do a workout mm -hmm. for an hour or two hours, you're not going to see any difference. Mm -hmm. No difference. You go to the gym a second time for an hour or two hour workout, you're not going to see any difference. A third time, a fourth time, you'll stand in front of the mirror, you're not going to see any noticeable difference. Mm -hmm. But go to the gym for two, you know, one one or two hour workouts for a solid three months, you will see a difference. Mm -hmm. Do it for six months to a year, you're going to see a significant difference. And so that consistency is really how you're going to be successful. And yeah, are, are you going to be seeing little incremental things that maybe you'll pick up on, but nobody else will see? Absolutely. And you should. Um, and are there going to be days when you're super motivated? Yes. But then there's going to be days when you're not. Mm -hmm. Actually, uh, I know exactly. I, I can't remember the, name, the guy's name either, but I've, I've seen you, the exact clip. Uh, he wears glasses, right? Yeah. So, yep. yeah. And he talks about it. And just like you mentioned, two months, three months, four months. Okay. At the six month mark, no one's probably going to notice, but you maybe, but then right. at the year mark, you're going to start getting comments. People are saying, oh, wow, you look different, right? And right. that just ties into the whole concept of it. It's um, a perfect, perfect argument to, for, for this whole motivation thing. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely it is. And the, just in, in business in general, it's super easy to have a plan laid out for you. You could come in, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to relate to our franchise owners here uh, with part of Morrison. I think really anybody in a franchise system or anyone that has coaching or any kind of mentorship, I guess, in a sense. If you get a, if I got a plan from, let's say, my mentor or my franchisor, if I was in a franchisee's position, if I need to do XYZ to be successful, this is the business plan that we have laid out for us, right? It's super easy to hit that hard out of the gate. Right. Super easy because you're jacked up. You just invested. It's you're ready to rock. You're roll, motivated. Right? You're motivated. You're motivated. Now give it three, four, five months, and all of a sudden you're no longer doing the things on the bottom of the page. You're only hitting maybe one or two points, right? Because things are maybe clicking for you a little bit, so you don't really necessarily want to put the forth the effort to do the rest of the stuff you need to do. And or then, you're not motivated because the gatekeeper just one office gives you the stink eye when you walk through the door. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. You have you have the days, or maybe hey. Inspections have been slow this week, um, and you're feeling down, right? And that's the time where, where you have to get up and go push yourself. And when times get tough, that's where the people who, and this kind of tailors in, I think, second topic we were supposed to talk about today, but I'm not going to talk about the topic specifically, but essentially the concept of when times get tough, it's the it's the people, the wealthy people and top producers, and I think Warren Buffett had some kind of comment on this before. Mm-hmm. That's when they double down on what they know is right to do, and that's where they see they reap the benefits of it when times start flourishing again. Because now they're miles ahead of the competition versus the folks who, when times get tough, hang on to every dollar they have right tightly to their chest because they don't want to let it go because times are tough. Right, and so then they take a step back and they're not doing the checklist of items they're supposed to be doing because they're nervous and scared and don't want to put forth the time or energy or money. And then come the time where things are good again. 
they're miles behind the other people, right? And it, that it's a concept of of that. That that that's. I mean, I, I, this is probably going to be how we're going to wrap it up. But that's a, that's an amazing way to look at it because times have tightened up in the real estate market, at least mm-hmm. here in Southern California. Yes. I think maybe I don't know about cross country, but I know in California, real estate transactions have slowed. I've mm-hmm. talked to the other business owners, real people in real estate. Times have slowed. Um, and people are struggling. In fact, mm-hmm. people are losing their jobs, you know, um, or, you know, jobs aren't as readily available anymore, but you know what? Um, I don't pay any attention to any of that at all. I, I, I don't give it anything because you know what? I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. You know, don't, well, actually I, I, I do have one thing that I do do now. I don't watch the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I try, I don't, I, I guard my content because I don't need all the negative content because it's not doing anything positive for me. Yep. None. It doesn't help me in any way, shape, or form. So, um, you know what? I have boundaries with with that kind of content. And mm-hmm. I literally, I go to work and I focus and do all the stuff that I'm doing. And, um, you know, stress levels are a little bit higher because there's more pressure. Yep. You know, but you know what? Um, I, that means we're doing the right things. I think uh, Chase said it perfectly right there with that specific type of fear is to hold back, but is to understand that fear and take the risks that things are going to be. Because the Warren Buffett talked about the stock market and like buying right. stocks and stuff like that, and people are holding. And it's the time right now to buy because things are low. Right. So having the innate ability to decipher the risk and fear is important because risk is fear. Yeah, right? and it's like and like with that analogy of stock market, right? When things crash, it gets scary. And when you're scared, you don't want to put money into something you're scared about, well, right? No, but you want to protect yourself. You want to protect yourself, especially like, for instance, like I have money in the stock market that I am down quite a bit of money over the last year, year and a half, or two years, really. Sure. Right? And so it's it's a scary thought to say, I'm going to double down and start putting more money into it now that it's lower because I'm seeing the negative effects of, of that negative sign, you know, on my account. But... As everyone knows, there's always a cycle when it comes to the economies, and us being in America, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm confident that it's not always going to be a down economy in America, right? It's just that's we're, just not how we operate. We, we are the largest and most prosperous economy on the face of the planet. Exactly. So that's not going to happen, or that that's not going to that's not here to stay forever, right? And so there's going to be an upturn. Right. And so relating that to business, there's going to be an upturn. So. Keep under understand what is what is the right thing to do the consistency aspect of it, what it takes to get it done and then when times turn in your favor you're going to be flourishing in comparison to other folks that are maybe phased out of the business because times were tough and they got scared or people that just didn't keep up with you um, and didn't do the things necessary. Yeah, and you know, uh, good talk today. I, I yeah. think this is an awesome podcast. Uh, yeah, I think uh, a little short and sweet. I think it's nice to kind of just get in here and just hammer a topic really quickly yep. um, and just kind of get after it. But uh, again, before we take off today, um, want to thank you guys for subscribing. Uh, continue to subscribe, continue to share, hit that notifications button, comment, like, um, everything in between. Uh, and we're looking forward to these next couple of weeks as we start bringing on more guests um, onto the podcast, start getting some more points of views here mixed in. You don't always have to hear me and Dwayne blabber on every day. Yeah, that's and right. So, that's right. Um, nonetheless, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll be seeing everybody soon.